Hello, this is Melissa. And this is Kat. Hi. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're here. I'm just, I'm so tired from helping mom and dad move. I know, we're just going back. My brain feels like jelly. We helped our parents move from the house they've lived in for like... Eight years, nine years? About eight or nine years into a new townhome. Congrats, Fred and Kathy. Woo! And then we also went to a wedding. Mm-hmm. My like whole body hurts. And we're just going back to do it again. <laughs> and we're going back, yeah, this weekend. I mean, they're only moving like maybe four blocks, like less than four blocks, honestly. Okay, but it doesn't matter. You still no, have I to know. put everything onto a truck and take everything off of a truck. I pulled a washer and dryer up 15 stairs. stairs. Yeah. A washer and a dryer. <laughs> so this time we're here to tell you why 101 dalmatian is tragical always dalmatian yeah. always there's no o she learned something this week tell me she and no o's i thought it was no. a no and i don't know i love dalmatians you do if i wasn't allergic to dogs we'd have a dalmatian yeah they're so cute they are very They're cute. They're the cutest puppies. They're the cutest doggies. How they can you not big, love though. Dalmatians? See, I like a nice big dog. I like a nice, get a great Dane. We should get a great Dane. I just like cats. Yeah. If I had a dog, it would never go outside because <laughs> they never come home. Yeah. That's it would, another I would abandon reason. it. Other than you being severely allergic. Yeah, but we could get a cute little poodle or something. Yeah. Imagine having a tiny little poodle. I'd probably get a big poodle, actually. Dinah would eat a tiny poodle, I think. Yeah, she was swallow it whole. So cat. Yeah. I got some fun facts for you. <gasps> Love fun facts. From the IMDB. Always. The International Movie Department Isn't it database? Bureau. I just made all of that up. I don't know what any of it stands for, even though we use them in every episode. <laughs> I always I always switch the D and the B. IMDB. I always switch them. Yeah. Did you see that candle? Yeah. I think a spirit is trying to contact us. Hold it's going. Oh, oh. I, <laughs> oh, it's doing it again. I don't like it. Hello, flicker. If you're a ghost, oh, like do ghosts know they're ghosts all the time though? Flicker if you are a living being. <gasps> flicker if you're DTF. <laughs> <laughs> Your ghost wants to fuck you. <laughs> Wait, hell yeah. That was living a living booty call. That was so weird. Anyway, back to IMDb. Um, it just says Internet Movie Database. So oh, okay. I thought it was international, but it's internet. We got three of the four. Yeah. Correct. That's why it's a little B. Because it's database. Anyway, here's some fun facts. <laughs> Not about IMDb. About 101 Dalmatians. About 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. Hit me okay. with them. So when the all the puppies are born and there's like 15 of them and then 
okay, spoiler alert. One of them like doesn't make <laughs> it, but then like comes back to life. And there's 15 that actually happened to the writer of the book, 101 Dalmatians, Dottie Smith. Her dog actually had 15 puppies. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It gets more freaking wild. Okay, so the author of the book, Dottie Smith, also love the name Dottie, D-O-D-I-E Smith, um, was a successful playwright and a novelist who had nine Dalmatians of her own. So obviously she kept some of the puppies or she had... Some, most. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she literally had nine Dalmatians. That stresses me She's out. a psychopath. I'm just kidding, Dottie. I love you. I, lo- I love how I just like maybe built... Maybe it's Dodie. Maybe it's Dodie. I built her up and then I tore her fucking down. I was like, best name ever. But also you're How a psychopath. How the fuck did you have nine Dalmatians? Okay, here, it gets better. Oh, God. Okay. She was a successful playwright novelist who had nine Dalmatians of her own, including one named Pongo. Hey. Cute. She got the idea for the book when a friend was at her house, saw the dogs, and said, those would make a lovely fur coat. No. Dottie, you gotta ditch that friend, sis. Dodie Dottie, you gotta ditch her. I hope she never invited her for tea ever again. That's horrifying. What the heck? Imagine somebody looking at Dinah Dinah and being like... She's the only one that would have enough fur for it. Right. (laughs) Dinah, I want to make a... Ooh, I would make that. Your cat would make a nice pair of slippers. That's horrifying. I would punch that bitch in the The throat. The fact that she would look at any... I don't know. I guess for me, again, any animal and think something like that. But let alone a domesticated animal and say... Oh, what a lovely coat your doggies would make horrifying people are was her name wild crumella to kill yeah something (laughs) like that (laughs) she just changed some letters around (laughs) i have no idea um this fact is this made me kind of sad okay so disney was in debt following the flop sleeping beauty did you know sleeping beauty was a flop yes how depressing Look at it now. It's one of my favorite movies. And they desperately needed a hit. There was even talk of closing down the animation division of the company and only focusing on live action television and theme parks. Mm-hmm. So without the flop that Sleeping Beauty was, we may have never gotten... 101 Dalmatians. Well, I was going to say the theme parks, but or yeah, also 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, that's why it's her castle there, too. They basically needed this. They needed this movie to work they or they were gonna close animation forever and then we would never have any more animated disney movies probably for a really long time so it's a good thing you did good yeah um what else do you have for me internet movie database oh cat and i noticed this one at around 35 minutes characters from lady and the tramp are shown in brief cameos during the twilight bark scene we quite literally shouted cat was like look tram's on a car and then i was like look ladies in the and streets. then it's all of the yeah. um peg and yeah. jock is one apparently yeah he's one of the first ones <laughs> Yeah, so that was cute. Love that. Yeah, uh, he's the jock is the one that like first hears the Twilight Bark. Oh, is he? Yeah, I literally Ooh. said, isn't that the Scotty dog from Lady in the Tramp? His name is Jock. That's so cute. Yeah, I didn't remember that. <laughs> Fuck on Sarah. <laughs> Fuck on Sarah. Oh my God, this literally like, it's just a big no for me, dog. In the book, Roger is not a struggling composer, but a financial wizard who helped wipe out Britain's national debt. <laughs> It's so late. riveting riveting and then like we wouldn't have had cruella deville the smash hit that it is if yeah. it wasn't if walt disney pictures didn't change it to he's a struggling composer could you imagine him just like crunching numbers throughout this whole movie yeah he's just like a financier is that a thing i just made up a job boring as fuck either way <laughs> sorry if that's your job but i'm really horrible at math 
And then this one was, this fun fact is for me and only me. Oh, no. no. Just <laughs> oh, no, whatever it is. Lucille Bliss, the voice of Anastasia in Cinderella, also sings the Canine Crunchies theme song. Oh, my God. Wait. Anastasia's just in there like, Canine Crunchies can't be me. Wait, I love that. <laughs> and it's funny because in the movie, like, she can't freaking sing. Yeah. Wait, is she the fluter? No, she's the flute. Anastasia's the flute. Drizella can't sing. Well, Lucille, my girl, slash Anastasia, she can sing. And she can sing the canine crunchies. Wait, but I buff. love her name. Lucille Bliss? I know, right? That's not even a real name. There's no way that's her government name. That, that is not on her birth certificate. It. This I is would. 1960s, like Hollywood, so. Oh, definitely not her real name. Somebody was like, what's your name? And her name was like Kelsey Smith. And she was like, Lucille, Lucille Bliss. She was about to say ball. And then she was like, Lucille Bliss. <laughs> she had Blistex in her pocket. I don't Blistex know. Blistex <laughs> in her pocket. Um, there were so many fun facts for this movie. I highly suggest we're going to put the link in our show notes as we always do. Woo. There were so many fun ones, but those ones are my favorites. I'm changing my name to Cat Bliss. kind of like it. That sounds like almost a disease. It sounds like Cat a romance Bliss. novel writer. Cat Bliss and I had Stop. to... Stop. You can't say it as one word. <laughs> it's two. First of all, 101 Dalmatians. It's a lot of dogs. But like also, you say it like that every time. 101 Dalmatians. But you could say like 101, 101. Yeah. I love that the movie is called 101 Dalmatians. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. 101. I thought about it, and I was like, everyone says it that way. 101. Even though it's not spelled out. This movie came out in 1961. Yeah, it looks really good for that year. I don't think the entire movie from beginning to end doesn't look like it was made in 1961. The opening freaking credits. Yeah. Look so good. They're so pretty. What the heck? It's all hand-drawn. They did that with like muffin paper and little paper and laminate sheets. Yeah. And it looks so great. That just the opening credits alone. By the way, forced credits. They force you to watch the credits at the beginning of the movie, as they did. And they're pretty long forced credits too, actually. But they're so fun to watch. Yeah. It's like upbeat music. Jazz music. Yeah. And there's spots jumping around and the spots are drawing and they're making sheet music yeah it's super cute it is so cute i like it i love it so much it's probably honestly like looking back at all the ones we've watched so far one of my favorite forced credit opening scenes yeah the rest yeah. of them are usually just like alice in wonderland yeah it's just credits 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 With, like, like they're, background they're beautiful stuff and, yeah. like hand drawn but it's not like moving like this was like movement it was really cool it just really it cool. kind of reminded me of like monsters inc yes very the similar. opening credits are one of the coolest parts of Monsters, Inc. I love the opening credits. That probably I don't is know why. my favorite of the opening credits for any movie. Yeah, because in Monsters, Inc., it's all the doors opening and all of the, the monsters, monsters going through the doors. And like, the this kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. Like, it's moving and it's fun and all the little spots are so cute. I want a spot. That's love a it. Love it. So, this movie take place in London. In London. Done. I feel like we've been... She's back, maybe. <laughs> oh, no. I feel like we've been in London for a while. Hey, <laughs> Oh, no. Welcome to London. I'm so sorry to any of our English friends across the pond. 
<laughs> that was actually good. You know, I, so there's this thing called code switching and uh-huh. it's where you like, you don't realize that you really do it, but you'll like either switch like accents or like the way you speak around certain people. I realize that I will randomly say things in a British accent all the time. Like I will literally, when I go back to ask if I can go on break to my managers, I say, can I go on break now? And I do it every day, every single day for no reason. For what? I'm not British. I do it all the time. Yeah. Right. It's so weird. I also just watched The Crown. And then what did I watch before that? We were watching RuPaul's Drag Race no, 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 UK. No, 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 no. I watched a show before The Crown and they were all British too. Bridgerton. I watched freaking Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. And then I watched The Crown. I watched I watched the first two seasons of The Crown like 15 years ago right, when I was 10 years old. And <laughs> um, You know when Netflix was around. I just rewatched The Crown because I wanted to rewatch it from the beginning through all four seasons. And so, yeah, I just started. I do it all the time now. I'm just constantly talking in a British accent. I've always done it, but it's been a lot more like recently. So we're in London. <laughs> yeah, we are. And we're at a bachelor flat. Mm, sounds like a good time to me. And the narrator, spoiler alert, is Pongo. The Dalmatian. The Dalmatian. And his pet's name is Roger. Who's a musician. He is. Yeah. He's good. He does like little ditties. What are those called? Jingles. Jingles. Mm -hmm. He's a jingler. He's a jingler. (laughs) He plays piano and... That's what's on his Tinder bio. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Jingler. And then he had a cello, I think. I'm sure he can play tons of of instruments. Yeah, he seems like quite an accomplished musician. (laughs) He could probably play the recorder with Prince Eric. And my friend Meg told me what instrument it was. Let me see. She texted me it. And I was like, send me a fucking picture. (laughs) Prove yourself. What is it? Um, it is a, a fife. I did. You know what? I should have thought of that. Cause like the fife and drum, what they used in wars and shit. Yeah. Because look, it's, oh. it's got a bunch of holes in it, but you play it. Yeah. Straight. Or does he play it sideways? No, no he, he plays, plays it straight. straight. Yeah. That's why we were like, it's a fucking recorder. It's a fife. Thank you, Meg McMermaid. Appreciate you. We love you. Meg is my friend that we are so obsessed with James Norrington. It hurts my soul. Like, I can't even think about how much we love him. So it's a fife. He plays the fife. You're all welcome. Prince Eric's Fife Co. No, oh, that's good. I like that. Our small Get shop your name. Here. <laughs> Get your fives here. Oh, no. What are we talking about? I oh, don't yeah. Know. Roger's a musician. Oh, yeah. Can probably play the fife. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he can. So his dog, Pongo, who is the one narrating, is roasting. He's roasting Roger. He's had enough. He's like, this man is single. I'm tired of living in this bachelor pad. There's just sheet music and stuff everywhere. This man's needs a woman's. He needs a woman's. <laughs> Pronto. He needs somebody. Yesterday. In 1961, yeah. There's no other option. <laughs> well, does this movie take place in 1961? I would say so, yeah. Like the way they're dressed. and Yeah. 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 Like the big... I guess London fashion then, yeah, yeah, would be different then. London. Please, please stop. I can't. Please stop. Uh, so we love the British. <laughs> we really you guys do. guys sound so good. We sound like trash. <laughs> what if we did this whole episode of British Who accents? Who has ever said, oh, American accents are so sexy and nobody right? ever on earth. Right. Pennywise could take me down the drain if he had a British accent. I'd be like, let's go. That, that's what would do it for you. Also, if, it, oh, if it's Bill. <laughs> I'm, I'm done already. It's your man. I'm in love. I love him <laughs> so much. I want to float. <laughs> What are we fucking talking about? I don't about? know. <laughs> so Pongo's looking out the window. He's trying to find a lady friend for his best best friend, dog's best friend, Roger. His man. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. Dog's <laughs> best friend, Roger. <laughs> it's so funny because Pongo calls Roger his 
pet. I mean, Pongo's the pet. So he's looking out the window and he sees a bunch of ladies, but they all look like their dogs, which is like the best part of this movie. It's there so is funny. A, oh my God, I don't know dogs. Why did I do this? <laughs> There's like a little Frenchy bulldog, right? That's mm-hmm. a French bulldog. Mm-hmm. And his owner is too like hoity-toity, so not her. And then there's like a frumpy artist lady, and she has a really long-haired, I don't know what kind of fucking dog that is. Yeah, I don't know. It's illegal is what it is, because it's scary. And he's like, not that one, nerd. <laughs> and then Weirdo. Just roasting bitches <laughs> out the window. He already roasted Roger, and I was going to roast these random women and their dogs. Bongo's an asshole. It's and picky. Then, what's the other one? There's another there's one. There's a poodle. Oh, the poodle is the with the fancy lady, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I think the French bulldog had that squat, like chubby oh, lady. Oh, the French bulldog, that makes sense. So the bulldog, it could not be a bulldog, you guys. I could be, I don't know, dogs. She's like short and squat. And I mean, Roger's like really tall. He needs him like a decent sized bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least chin, chin height. I would like to be referred to as a decent, decent sized bitch. bitch from here on out. <laughs> I'm not I'm not too skinny. I'm not too fat. Not too tall. Not too short. I'm just a, I'm just a decent sized bitch. I'm short. Yeah, you are short. I'm very small. Yeah. What kind of... Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. What What kind kind of dog? dog? (laughs) Okay, well, you have red hair. A dachshund. No, you're not a dachshund. Dachshunds are, like, Like stupid and, like, silly. You're not stupid and silly. I don't know. What's, like, low key? (laughs) Okay, tell us what kind of dogs we are, guys. Oh, my God, please. Send us what kind of dog you think we are. I love this. I feel like... I don't know any... Honestly, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Just wear my hair in a little. Yeah, like a little poof. <laughs> I really don't know what I would be. I don't know what kind of dog I would be either. Tell us what kind of dogs we are. Please. Tell us what also that lady's dog was. The weird one. The, art- the artsy lady. What the fuck kind of dog is that? <laughs> yeah. What kind of dog is that shit? <laughs> We've only ever had like two dogs. We had a Lhasa Absa. Mm-hmm. And then a long haired dog. Who looked like an Ewok. Yeah, she and was so cute. She was really cute. Sandy. And then a, a long-haired dachshund. You can say it either way. We had a weenie dog. And she was cray-cray. She was In brain bread. damaged. <laughs> no, yeah. Like she, there was definitely something wrong with her. Yeah. She we was, think she was um, inbred. And so she uh, Her mommy was issues. her sister, was yeah. her grandma. And yeah. her dad was her uncle and her brother. Yep. It was not good. All of the above. <laughs> yeah. It was not It was rough. Good. Rough time. She's <laughs> <Anyway>. cute though. <laughs> Moving 14 on. 14 seconds into this movie. <laughs> So then he sees another Dalmatian, mm-hmm. a lady Dalmatian. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> and he's like, if only the owner is what? Oh, she she's hot as fuck. Look at them gams. That's a nice looking lady. <laughs> so Pongo's like, gams. we got to go to the park now. So he changes the time on the clock to five o'clock with his little nose, which a smart doggy dog dalmatians are pretty smart i don't think they're that smart and then he grabs his leash and he's like whacking roger with it and he's like walkies walkie time walkies 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 (laughs) if you don't yell walkies at your dog to take it out i don't trust you as a human being agreed (gasps) walkies You go for walkies? When we tell our cats it's time to eat, we say foodsies. And they all know what that means. They all get very excited. <laughs> you can't even say the word foodsies or madness ensues. <laughs> Honestly, it could be like right now, the middle of the day, if I yell foodsies, I keep They're whispering. probably listening right now. Yeah, I was like, be careful. <laughs> if I say it, they go running to their respective bowls in the kitchen. <laughs> Just sipping my Chianti. Ooh, she fancy. Mm. 
I just have, I just have water. Uh, yep. That's about right. <laughs> what kind of dog drinks wine? Tell me what kind of dog that is. A Melissa dog. What's an Italian or a... I guess Italy is a, the most wine place. The most wine place. The most wine place, <laughs> Italy. That's their, um, that's their fucking slogan. The most wine place. Welcome to Italy. The most wine place. It's on all their, like... It's on the planes. <laughs> it's at the airport. It's on, the, it's on their ships. Uh, it's their passport and stamp. The wine place. You know, Florida's like the sunshine. It's not. We're horrible. There's no sunshine The most here. wine place. <laughs> the most wine place. Can we make sure it's that say Italy? The most wine place. Yes. Everyone has to wear them to epcot nowhere else (laughs) (gasps) yes we're making italy the most wine place shirts immediately perfect we're getting a shop together guys we just don't have money to start it we're working on it so patreon no i'm kidding (laughs) but really anyway pongo and roger are on their way to the park Mm -hmm. by the way london is so beautiful i know i want to go so bad fake drawn london so they walk into the park and Pongo is looking around the park for the Dalmatian and his lovely woman pet. <laughs> That's how I want to be referred to as a lovely woman pet. It's me. <laughs> so he's walking around the park looking for them and Pongo sees the Dalmatian and the woman sitting on a bench near the water. So he kind of steers Roger over and they sit down next to the lake and Roger's just puffing away on his little pipe there. And Pongo's like, all right, I got to find a way to get this woman to pay attention to my human because he's not going to do anything. He's a dumb man. So he steals Roger's hat and he throws it onto the bench next to the woman. And by the time Roger gets up and goes to get his hat, the lady's gone. They walked away. She was like, all right, I'm, I'm done with these shenanigans. So Roger literally tackles Pongo, like literally tackles him, puts his leash on him and Pongo takes off and then wraps his leash around Roger and the woman so that they're literally squashed together. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. I love it. And then uh, while they're trying to get themselves unwrapped, they fall into the lake. They just go right into the water there. It's the best meet cute of all time. It is. They're adorable. When we did our Valentine's Day Instagram post, somebody said that Roger and Anita was their favorite couple. I love that. I was like, oh my God, same. They're literally the cutest couple ever. Best meet cute ever. So they fall into the water, into the pond, because Pongo wraps his little leash around them and they fall into the water. And she's like, bro, leave me alone. You've done enough. Your dog's annoying. You're annoying. She pulls out her hanky and it's soaking wet. And so he is like, oh, here, I'll give you mine. So he pulls his hanky out of his pocket and it's also soaking wet. (laughs) And they just start laughing so hard and it's so cute. And this is why I will not make a Tinder because I refuse to be like, oh my God, how did you guys meet? And be like, Tinder. Be like, Tinder. I want to be like, well, my dog tripped me at the <laughs> pond and I pulled out my hanky and it was soaking wet. So he pulled out his hanky and it was also soaking wet. And we started so laughing cute. and laughing and now we're married. And that's exactly how it goes. That's how I want it. I love that. Not that I have anything against Tinder and I'm really happy people find love, but I want to be Roger and Anita. That's a mood. I've I watched that. too many movies. That's no, what literally it is. same. <laughs> And then they get married. Yay! Yay! And Pongo and Perdita are pregnant. Yeah, they are. They're expecting puppies. Gonna have some puppies. I'm sorry, but what on earth is better than a puppy? Nothing. A kin. True. (laughs) But. (laughs) Because they're they're kind of even. Yeah. Uh, Puppies and kitties, man. Get the heck out of here. They have the cutest babies. 
Human babies are fucking ugly. Everything else is born kind yeah, of naked. Everything else is born like, or like it just looks like a smaller version, like a baby horse. Like it's just a little horse. I'm not fucking impressed. <laughs> it's <laughs> All right, just a tiny smaller horse. horse. It's just a fucking horse that's going to get bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like puppies and kitties are just like, they yeah, must be protected. Yeah, they're big paws and they're big ears, but they're so tiny. So they get a new flat and a freaking nanny. Yeah. Hello. She For the like, dogs. No. I mean, she makes them food and tea and cleans their house. They literally have a freaking live-in nanny. But like, I, I guess I just don't understand the term nanny for her, because which is due. I think which her is name is Nanny, her. bro. You think so? I think her name is like Nanette. I don't know. She goes by Nanny. Maybe. Because they, they call her Nanny. Yeah. I think her name is Nanny. Well, what is there a female term for butler or is butler like gender neutral? Because I feel like butler to me, I think of like a, a man. I mean, what is, yeah. Like a cook, know. clean... Like She's a living, a cooking, cleaning. Yeah, because when I think of nanny, I think like you're watching She's children. She's maid because she lives there. And she I'm also like, cooks. Maids yeah, don't cook. Maids can cook. If Maybe in the UK they're called nannies because in the UK nannies are called au pairs. So it has a different name for what a nanny is. So Yeah, I don't know. But I, I would like to think nanny is short for Nanette. And her name is Nanny and she is their live-in female butler. Anita said, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you. I got this ring. So I'm going to hire someone else to do it for me. Exactly. (laughs) What does she do? She's, I think, well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. So they're in their new little flat and they also have two Dalmatians. So they, they, these two are like, they're fine. They're doing way better than we are. I can't afford a Dalmatian. I definitely can't afford a nanny. Or a nice flat. Yeah. Even though it's like small. Yeah. It's like in London. So it's like nice. They got, they have like a grandfather clock. Like only rich people have grandfather clocks. So new goal, own a grandfather clock. I mean, those things are like go billion dollars or something. So it's tea time and Roger comes down and they hear a car tire screech. A car tire? Probably four tires. The car probably <laughs> Just has. Just the one. <laughs> she rides a fucking powered unicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing it. <laughs> With her coat just flapping behind her. Okay, so it's tea time and Roger uh, comes down and they hear car tires. Skirt, skirt. Multiple tires mm-hmm. screech. Mm-hmm. And they know it's Cruella coming to make a house visit. And Cruella is Anita's friend from fashion school. So I don't I'm know assuming why Anita is like a, some sort of designer, designer or something. Some sort of designer. I just always assumed, I guess I never really paid attention because these are the things you don't pay attention to as a kid. I always thought Cruella was so much older than them, but she's literally the same age as Anita and Roger. Yeah. Weird. And they're probably like, yeah, 30s. Yeah. So. I always thought she was like much older than them. But yeah, when they said that it was her schoolmate, I was like, oh, snap. They're like, I mean, I guess when you go to like a trade school or something like that, you can be any age. So she could be older than them. But. Why is she gray? Because she's a villain. Is she okay? No, she's definitely not okay. She does not eat. No, her cheekbones are scary. I never want to be that skinny. Her like face shape is horrifying. Her cheekbones go like, I can't even think about it. I, know. I get like, Ey. you know, it makes me so mad too. What? Even though she got that fur coat on and I don't like fur, she looks fierce as fuck. Yeah. She's kind of a bad bitch. She's kind of the worst. I wish it was faux fur. We could pretend. We'll pretend. What even though this fur is that? It was like this fucking whole movie. polar bear. Like what even? Well, it was white and well, it was like an off white and black. I'm going to say polar, polar bear. bear. She has a polar bear coat I feel on. Like, isn't polar bear fur like really thick? I mean, it's like, it's not coarse. like, like coarse. It's not yeah. like you don't want a polar bear, baby polar no. bear, baby polar bear coat. Oh, Again, baby polar bears, 
just a small polar, polar bear. bear just a small polar bear <laughs> not impressed at all just kidding baby bears are actually pretty cute baby bears are super cute baby black bears and when they do that little <laughs> noise are you so kidding cute. me okay maybe not baby polar bears but baby black bears really cute. would take one in ed it could probably claw your face off no, oh, it definitely would. <laughs> definitely for sure would. One day old could claw your face off. Absolutely. This what? is a uh, animal podcast now. <laughs> we talk about uh, animals, species. We tell you why animals are tragical. Oh my gosh. Bears, not, not tragical. Not tragical. Really cute. Horses, tragical. Melissa hates horses. I, I love horses. I like they riding don't them. like you. They're not cute though. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just think about that one time when we rode horses at Fort Wilderness. Oh my god, no, my horse at Fort Wilderness <laughs> was a fat ass fuck. He just wanted to eat He couldn't stop everything. eating. And as soon as you sat on Alf? him, I don't remember. I as soon Alf. as you sat on him, he shit. He as took soon a big as, old. Yeah. No, no, no. That was like, that was like when I was five. That was at Old McMickey's farm. You're combining 12 stories. Am I? Yes. When we went to Old McMickey's farm, when I was in kindergarten, I got on the pony and it would not stop shitting. It had like explosive diarrhea. I'm pretty sure it was sick. And Old McMickey's farm, I'm pretty sure it's closed now. It is closed now. And then when we went horseback riding at Fort Wilderness, I'm pretty sure my horse's name was Alf. He would not stop eating. And the guy was like, pull him up, pull him up. And I was like, this motherfucker weighs 1800 pounds. (laughs) I cannot pull him up. He was eating. He was hungry. So I just kept letting him eat. Oh, no, that was in Colorado. Was that in Colorado? No, in Colorado, your horse kept veering off to the side. Oh, yeah, my horse was trying. He was like, we're going down this See, horses don't like you. I don't think they don't like me. I just think they're doing their own thing. I think they give me, you know what happens? You know what happens? They're like, this looks like a tough bitch. The instructors, yes. Mm -hmm. The horse, oh, my God, they're not instructors. What are they called? I don't want to mistitle them. They're so important. I don't. Um, horse hands. Yeah. Or like guides. Oh my God. I'm being so offensive right I'm now. I don't know they're appropriate. Title. I don't think horse hands is it. Yes, it is. <laughs> I just keep thinking of like horses with hands. <laughs> horse oh no. Hands. Anyway, I think they can just, they can tell that I can handle a tough, the bad horses. <laughs> and then you horse. can't. And then you can't. <laughs> no, I just don't care. I just, I'm like, if you want to eat, you could eat. That's cool, that bro. That was so cool when you rode those horses in Colorado. I think my horse in Colorado was Alf, though. I think I'm I think I'm combining two stories now. I couldn't tell you. The only one that I remember was the one that the miniature pony we always used to ride at Fort Wilderness. Mine was Cinnamon. It was the same horse every single... I mean, he probably was just He's renamed. Yeah. But at the time. Aww. Rip Cinnamon. We've ridden a lot of horses, though. Hell, I know. Why do we ride horses all the I time? I do like horseback riding. It's very fun. It hurts my butt. Man, them bitches got quads. Yeah. Quads of steel. Because you gotta, like, squeeze... Oh my God, I couldn't walk for three days after we went horseback riding through Colorado. Yeah, we were going up mountains and shit. She was like, we're just going to go off the trail. And I was like, this is how we die. That was really cool. That was so much fun. The trees were so pretty. The aspen trees. It was beautiful. Let's go back. Okay. Okay. I love Colorado. I'm down. Um, And Cruella de Vil. (laughs) Polar bear coat. Comes in. She just freaking slams the door in a poor nanny's face. And she is like, where are the puppies? And Anita's like, um they are born in three weeks and Cruella's like cool i will be back for those puppies in three weeks and anita's like no you you can't have them and Cruella's like great see you in three weeks puts her cigarette and a muffin like a fucking rude ass bitch i know and then storms out the worst looks like, like a bad bitch is just bad i'm sorry but is on cocaine am i wrong oh yeah no maybe she's, you know what no she's not on cocaine what's the other one she's on speed for sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's why mm-hmm. she's so skinny and quick she just yeah, goes she's on speed so roger makes a little ditty about cruella 
and he's so funny it's Love a bob. Roger. It's a bob. So after Cruella leaves, he starts coming down the stairs and he's got a little fake coat on and he's like, I'm Cruella. And he's singing his little song about her. And he's so funny. And he's like dancing with Anita. And then Anita's like, oh, Roger. <laughs> and then Pongo's like, uh, I'm going to go ahead and leave this room. <laughs> I'm going to go now. They're going to they're they're make their own puppies. Fuck on the couch. <laughs> For real. Nanny, go hide in the closet. Right. <laughs> Nanny, Nanny left too. She's like, I know what's up. I know what time it is. When Roger starts singing to Anita, I'm out when she hears that oh roger it's time to leave in the room <laughs> she comes back and she's like the mom from mean girls oh no <laughs> do you need snacks kind of <laughs> oh nanny's no. the best that so, song is such a bop though cruella de vil if she doesn't scare you no evil thing will wow we're good a bop and our cd comes out uh, <laughs> this summer buy it on Keep patreon <laughs> patreon exclusive so it's three weeks later and the puppies are born they start popping out she has 15 freaking puppies bro way too many i feel like eight max i was gonna say i feel like that is a lot i don't mm. know i feel like different dog breeds are different too you know what i mean like i don't know 15, 15 seem a lot could you imagine 15 babies popping out of your coochie i would love to do it that way actually not 15 but if i could have like quadruplets and just get it over with i, I would want, absolutely pop them out like gumballs out of a machine i want twins so bad i want twins so bad and they run on both sides of our family yeah one of us is bound to have twins if someone will ever have our children it better be me i want twin girls i already have their names picked out we can both have twins why are you being evil okay i already have their names picked out no one Stew will be shocked soup <laughs> remember when we were kids and i said i was gonna name my kids stew and soup so <laughs> because stupid. on rugrats the dad's name was stew and yeah. i was like uh stew is food and mom was like it's also a name and i was like i'm gonna name my kids stew and soup you're so stupid i wonder if mom and dad remember that i'm gonna ask did them. i ever tell you what i want to name if i have twin girls guess it's not shocking at all mary kate it's a, it's a name <laughs> that grandma has asked one of aurora the, uh-huh and then guess the other one. If it's Ariel, I, <laughs> I hope you're infertile. Oh, no. Stop. That's my biggest fear. That is literally my biggest Katrina. fear. Katrina. Well, because grandma wants us to name one of them Aurora. And then that's your favorite princess. And then they're both A names. So I think it's cute. They're going to be bullied into depression. Anyone bullies my children, I will kill them. I'm going to name my children. Stew and soup, Stew. we know. <laughs> I don't want to say my kids' names because people are going to steal them. And I know what one of yours is. Good. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> don't steal my kids' names. I'm going to have them someday. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe one day. Stop taking birth control. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, oh, back to goodness. 15 puppies. Yes. Uh, so then it goes to 14. Yeah. One's one's not going to make it. No. He's, he's a sad little tiny runt. And he's not not breathing. Not doing too well. And so Nanny hands the little puppy to Roger and him and Pongo are just sitting there and Roger's like, you know what? I wonder. And he starts trying to warm him up and he's just rubbing the blankie on him. And then you hear a little. He's so cute. And he wakes up. Yay. And they named that puppy Lucky. He's a lucky. Lucky number 15. He's a star, but he cries, cries. Oh my gosh, Brittany, please come on our podcast. Brittany Spears. Hashtag free Brittany. She also has the same birthday as me, so I love her. We stand. Brittany. I'm a Brittany stand. We're your biggest fans. No, genuinely. Please come on genuinely. our podcast. Brittany loves Disney. That's mm -hmm. how she got her start. Yeah, she wants she was, to be on Tragical. She was in the Mickey Mouse Club. So 
Cruella comes in like 10 seconds after beautiful baby Lucky comes back to life. And she's like, where are the puppies? Also, nobody invited you in, you rude ass bitch. Yeah, what the heck? And she's like, ew, they're all white. They have no spots. They're disgusting. And then Rats. <laughs> instead of leaving it at that, Nanny has to get all offended and be like, they'll get their spots. Yeah, Nanny, shut Nanny, the fuck shut up. Nanny, shut your mouth. Nanny, come on. Nanny, Nanny. Nanny ruined this movie. If Nanny kept her fucking mouth shut, Cruella would have left all mad that they were all white. Kill Nanny. I would have been like, yeah, that's really weird. That's why it's so weird that they're all white like that. Damn, crazy. That's bummer. Big yeah. bummer. Okay, anyway, bye, Cruella. It was really nice seeing you. Bye. <laughs> so instead, Nanny says, oh, they'll get their spots later. They're just babies. And Cruella's like, cool, I'll buy all of them. I'll write you a check right now. And Roger gets up and is like, we're not selling these puppies. He's so nervy to stand he up is. to her. I mean, she's diabolical. She's also, her last name is Legit Devil. So um, yeah. don't. And her first name is like Cruel with an extra letter on the end. So two extra two letters. Two extra letters. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. Cruel Devil. And so Roger's like, no, we're not selling them. She's like, oh, my gosh. Are you just joking, Roger? SOS. You're LOL. so funny. <laughs> and she's like, Anita, how much? And Anita's like, no, I think he's serious. Um, we're just going to keep him. Which also, like, you're not going to have 17 dogs, ma'am. I think they were just trying to get her out the door. You know what I mean? But uh, No, I think they really planned on keeping 17 dogs. They can't keep 17 dogs in their flat. I think they were just trying to get her out the door. Like, they knew they were going to eventually sell the dogs. Just they, not to Cruella. If you if you want to think that, I, I really think that they thought they were going to keep all 17 of them. I genuinely I think that. I guess we'll never know because they're fictional people and we can never ask them, but... <laughs> Cruella leaves all mad and she like flicks her fucking pen ink everywhere like an evil demon. She's literally the worst. She destroys their property every time she comes over. Every she's time horrible. she comes over. She's horrible. She leaves. She slams the door. The glass breaks. She's the worst. Literally cannot stand her. So a few weeks later, the puppies are all watching Thunderbolt on TV, their favorite dog TV show. Mm -hmm. He's like a cowboy doggy. He's cute. And the only ones that have names are Patch, Lucky, Penny, Rolly, Pepper and Freckles. Yes. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six of the 15. The other nine, they said Pongo Jr., Pongo Jr., Perdita Jr., Perdita Jr. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it's like Nemo. Uh, and then my favorite part of the movie, Canine Crunchies. They can't be beat. Canine Crunchies sponsor us. Get Please. it together. We don't have a dog, but. We have cats. So Roger and Anita take Pongo and Perdita for their little afternoon walkies. And there's a very suspicious vehicle sitting outside of their house watching them leave. As you know, from literally any fictional piece of work, you should not have an exact schedule for anything you do because people will learn it. And then that's when shit goes wrong. <laughs> so these two men are sitting in this little car. Their names are Jasper and Horace. And there are two crooky crooks. And they are going to break into the house and they have a nefarious plan to steal all the puppies. Yeah, they ring the door and they say they're with the electric company. And Which <laughs> electric is spelled wrong on the bag. It's so stupid. And <laughs> Nanny is like, um, bye and tries to shut the door on them. But she's too small and they're too big and they knock her down and they chase her up the stairs and then... Jasper holds Nanny upstairs while Horace steals all the puppies. And Nanny's 
all distraught and sad after they leave and she realizes that they stole the puppies and she's like running in the street crying and she's all disheveled and i know i was roasting nanny earlier but poor nanny and they put it in the papers the next day front page so corella is pumped she's super excited that they managed to actually steal all of the puppies and She's chilling in bed with her hair rollers and her cigarette, reading through all these articles like, oh, boohoo, sad puppy stole me. And Jasper calls her and she's like, sir, don't call me here. Hello. What is hello? Don't call me here. And he's like, we managed it, um, but we don't want to continue this job anymore because they say they don't want to do it because it's in the papers and they know they're going to get caught. So then Corella hangs up on him and is like, finish the job and then you'll get your money. And so then Corella calls Anita and she's like pretending. She's all sad about the puppy. She's like, oh, sad. They got stolen. Like, if you need any help, make sure you call me. I'll make sure to help you. And Roger's in the background, like yelling, like she did it. Tell her to confess. We know it was her. And Anita's like, oh my God, no, stop. That's my school friend. She would never. Oh, sweet Anita. She has no idea. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think she has some idea, but she doesn't want to think that she's that bad of a person. Yeah. So Pongo and Perdita are like, these humans ain't cutting it. We must do the twilight bark. Woof, woof. And they must alert all of London and the neighboring cities that their puppies were stolen. So that night on their walkies, 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 they bark out the uh, all points bulletin for the doggos Mm -hmm. and all the dogs all over London get the memo to be on the lookout for 15 Dalmatian puppies. Um, They get the message all the way out to the countryside and the message gets to captain, a horse, colonel, a doggy and Sergeant Tibbs. Who is a kitty cat. He's a cute little kitty cat. He looks disheveled AF. He's a little barn cat. Colonel gets the message because he's the dog. Mm-hmm. And tells Captain and Sergeant Tibbs what the message is. That 15 puppies are missing. And Tibbs says he heard puppies over at Hell Hall. Amazing. I'm calling my house Hell Hall from forever on out. Yep. Hell Hall, bro. I mean, we have a demon, so. <laughs> Hell Hall, the old DeVille mansion. Supposedly yeah. haunted. I just love it. Cruel's the coolest, even though she sucks. Yeah. And wants to kill dogs. She's actually kind of the worst. If it wasn't for her being so obsessed with killing doggies, she's kind of a cool bitch. I mean, just. She's a fashion designer. She's fierce as a shit. She got a cool car. She got a haunted house. Just like <laughs> fur in general, though. I guess in the 60s, there wasn't as many like alternatives as there are now, but like. There's so much cool fashion, especially in the 60s. So, again, Sergeant Tibbs says he heard some barking over at Hell Hall, the old DeVille mansion, which is haunted. Hell yeah. (laughs) And the colonel, he's kind of grouchy. He's like an old man dog. And he's like, "Uh, no one lives there anymore. No one's lived there in 100 years. Blah, blah, blah. And the horse captain mm-hmm. says um actually there's smoke coming out of the chimney right now so maybe you guys should go investigate so the dog is like um okay i'm gonna go take a nap and sorry <laughs> enjoy tibbs the cat the best part of this movie honestly is like well i'm gonna go investigate so sergeant tibbs goes and investigates hell hall and he finds not only 15 puppies but 99 puppies so Sergeant Tibbs reports back to the colonel and he 
barks the information all the way back to London to Pongo and Perdita. And they leave right away. They mm-hmm. said, we're going to get our kids. They hop out the back window, leave Anita and Roger. They're like, deuces, we're going to go find our children's. And the Great Dane from down the street gets them to the edge of town. He directs them to the old DeVille place. And they have to swim through icy waters. And they traverse a snowstorm. And it's so sad. They Very look so sad. cold. Mm-hmm. So back at Hell Hall, Cruella tells Horace and Jasper to kill the puppies that night. Because Scotland Yard, that's what they're called, is on to Cruella. So Tibbs is sitting nearby, kind of scoping the place out to figure out what they can do. And he starts sneaking all 99 of the puppies out of this hole in the wall to help them all escape from the DeVille place. So we get he's getting them all through. They're in single file lines while Horace and Jasper are watching TV and they're not paying attention. And Tibbs is trying to get the last puppy through. And Rolly. it's Rolly. Tiny, fat little Rolly, and he can't get his his chonkiness through the hole in the wall. He's a big boy. And right as the show ends, they turn around and they see Tibbs and Rolly slide through that hole in the wall and they go after them. So now you have these two ding-dongs chasing after 99 puppies and a freaking cat. So they're running all around the mansion. They're going up the stairs, down the stairs. And finally, all the puppies make it outside. And the Colonel and Penguin Perdita are also there helping all the puppies escape from Hell Hall. So they all make it out. And Horace and Jasper hop in their car to chase him down. So they make it to the barn at the farm. And the puppies inform Pongo and Perdita that there are now 99 of them. Perfect. And Pongo and Perdita are like, great. You know, we already had 15. Honestly, what's another 84? Is that good math? Yes. 84. Yes. Yeah. They're like, great. Sounds good. Our pets will love 84 more freaking dogs. Well, they're not wrong. <laughs> so the horse captain and Colonel, the dog and Sergeant Tibbs, the kitty bid them adieu as they all run off and they're gonna distract Jasper and Horace. And uh, basically the horse, Mr. Captain, kicks him in the pants. Mm-hmm. Not very nice feeling, I'm sure. No, I'm sure that hurts like a bitch. If you, I'm sorry, but sometimes people who get kicked by a horse die. Yeah. So I'm sure it did not feel good. Right. A horse will break your ass. So the puppies run. Pongo and Perdita are running with them. It's friggin' snowing and shit. God, they couldn't kidnap him in the summer. Am I right? <laughs> and they hide on the ice so they don't leave any tracks in the snow. Pretty smart. Cruella is there now. She's trying to help Horace and Jasper and they're all in their cars looking for the puppies. Cruella, again, on speed, just running into snowbanks, driving off the road, like ramming into fucking trees and shit. I don't know how her car is making it through all of this, but... I mean, I mean, I mean, it, it would have died. I yeah, feel like, yeah, especially what 1960s cars. Not, I'm sorry, but it would not have been doing any of this. What kind of car is that? Isn't there know. a car called the DeVille? There is. Is that what she drives? I don't know. Um, Does it look like it, though? Yeah, that could be it. Maybe she does drive a DeVille. Wait, that's so funny. Why do I know that? They walk on the ice for a while so that they don't leave any footprints. And then they start walking through the snow again. And it's snowing really hard. There's like a snowstorm. And they're super tired. And they're super hungry. And Lucky, the runt, is he's barely making it. Pongo has to pick him up. And finally, a collie comes along and directs them to the dairy barn for shelter for the evening. 
Thank goodness. Thank goodness. This part made me so sad, though. I literally started crying at all the poor little frozen puppies, the little sad faces, and they're so cold. They're so cute. They would have, I'm sorry, but they probably would have not really made it. No, like how many days is that? You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I don't know oh, like, I don't the geography. Days. Of, I think so. Oh, I think it was like six hours or something. Oh, either way, it makes me very sad. They're sad little faces. Yeah. So they get to the dairy farm, and there's obviously bunch of cows in there yay and all the puppies are talking about how hungry they are they're all starving they're cold they're tired and the cows are like well lucky for you we have food and uh, all the puppies go and drink milk straight from the cow's udders then they all fall asleep and the collie tells Pongo and Perdita that the next place that they go to is going to be safe for them there's a grocer there so they have food and all this for them and it's not far from where they are now so the next morning they wake up and they're all trekking across England again and they're crossing a road when they hear squealing tires. And I think by this point, we all know that squealing tires means batshit crazy Cruella is coming down the drive. They're literally like on the complete opposite side of England and they still know it's her. <laughs> like she just took a fresh speed pill. <laughs> she's she's raring to go. So they get all the puppies across the road and Pongo picks up like a stick with some leaves on it and is trying to cover their tracks so she doesn't see that they crossed the road there. But she sees it anyway because, you know, he's a dog and he doesn't cover all of them. So Horace and Jasper pull up right behind Cruella and and she's like, they went that way. Freaking go get them. She's like, I'm tired of chasing these damn dogs all across England. Go get these dogs. So they go to cut them off one way while Cruella goes the other way. And the dogs all make it to a city called Dinsford. Looks like a tiny little town. Doesn't look very big. And so they're trying to hide out from Cruella and the boys. And there's a black lab who was helping them. And he says, hey, we have a ride for you. There's a moving truck over here. It's going all the way to London, so you don't have to walk the rest of the way. It's perfect for you guys. But Corell's driving around, trying to look for the dogs. And one of the puppies falls into some, what is it, soot? Like mm -hmm. coal? Yeah. So they look all black. And then Pongo's like, I have a freaking great idea. We're all going to roll in this soot and we're going to be black labs. Perfect. And now they just have to get 99 puppies into a van. Perfect. No problemo. Yeah. No, no, it's going to be great. So all the puppies are rolling in the soot. The Labrador takes them, you know, 15 at a time, loads them onto the truck. Pongo takes a load of them. Perdita's on lookout. And the last of the puppies are getting to the van. Uh, but the ice on the buildings is melting and starts dripping and washes off some of the of the soot off the puppies and Cruella realizes that these dogs are playing her. Yeah, she underestimated these oh these dogs my for gosh. sure. So all the puppies make it on to the van. Perdita and Pongo make it onto the van. Uh, Cruella knows what's up though. So she's trying to run the van off the road and Jasper and Horace are there too. They're trying to run the van off the road. They take another street to try to cut the van off and Cruella's trying to she's literally ramming her car into this other car and the car this car already had like engine damage that's why it was stopped in Dinsburg mm -hmm. because it was trying to get fixed so there's no way like Cruella her car would have exploded Cruella is following the van Jasper and Horace coming up the side road and instead of taking out the van they take out 
Cruella. They run her into a ditch. All two of their cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, her car is now in like 9,000 pieces. Both of the cars are in a thousand pieces and the truck is on its way to London. Woo-woo. The puppies make it. Anita and Nanny and Roger are at home. It's Christmas Day and they're all sad because... Not only did they lose the puppies, but Pongo and Perdita ran away because they are bad owners. No, I'm kidding. So sad. And then all of a sudden they're being attacked by Labradors. (laughs) And then they realize they're not Labradors. That's their puppies. And Pongo and Perdita. So they start counting them up. Uh, They do some fast math. and Couldn't be me. (laughs) I'd have to like. You were faster than me with the 99 to 84. I mean, I was like. You twitching like over here. the emoji or the the gif of the lady with the with all the numbers everywhere i wonder what that's from it's so it's funny. from like uh like a crime show it's great so they count all of them and they realize that there's 101 dalmatians amazing and a beautiful beautiful story 101 dalmatians 101 dalmatians there's 101 dalmatians and anita's like to fuck are we gonna do with 101 dalmatians and roger who just got a new hit song on the radio, a.k.a. Cruella de Vil. Cruella de Vil. He's freaking rich now. So he's like, you know what? Let's buy a giant house and we'll have a Dalmatian plantation. It's the best part of the movie. all our population can roam. <laughs> we sang this song for 30 minutes after we finished <laughs> watching this movie. It's honestly almost as good as Cruella de Vil. It's not as good, but it's almost as good. It's up there. So they literally buy a giant house and just have 101 dogs who whose whose dreams is not i know that's my question honestly imagine just having 101 dalmatians perfect it's beautiful i love it i love it a that's good one. the end yay uh cruella probably went to rehab i hope and yeah honestly horace and jasper i hope find a new heist and do better and learn how to spell electric perfect okay go all right so i gave 101 dalmatians a 10 out of 10 oh my god really yeah i think it's super cute i like the like music i think the animation's really pretty like i like the storyline i feel like it's a well-told story you know what i mean so give it a 10 out of 10 it's my number 13 it's under high school musical but above george of the jungle I'm giving 101 Dimensions an 8 out of 10. Ooh. I have a lot of 8s at this point. My, I have a lot of 10s. I have a I, lot of 10s and 8s. Yeah, I definitely love it. It is one of my favorites. I am allergic to dogs, therefore I kind of don't like them. So love Cruella, but, you know, it makes me sad that she wants to kill all these animals. And Yeah, fuck that bitch. It's definitely like a really good movie. It's just not one of my favorites. But the parts with the Colonel and Tibbs and then like at the house, like I just kind of like is I just zone out. I don't yeah, know. I feel that. But it is my number 14. Mm-hmm. It is below Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, shout out James Norrington, <laughs> and above Babes in Toyland. I definitely like this more than Babes in Toyland. I do love Babes in Toyland, but this is just a little bit more. It's more on the classic scale, so it, it beats out Babes in Toyland. That's so fair. That's fair. It my number 14. Uh, so we were pretty close. You said yeah. 13. I was 14. Mm-hmm. Wow. Amazing. All right. You got some hints for me? I do. Okay, so I'm going to try to make these not too obvious, but very 80s. It's like that kind of like futuristic, what the 80s thought was going to be very futuristic. Um, There was a sequel made for this movie in 2010. The next hint I I have, I feel like is going to give it away. So I'm going to give you a moment to stew. 
Let me stew in soup over here. <laughs> I hate you. Eighties. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just so hard. There's just so many. It's yeah. like what's the point? It's live action. Trying? Oh, it's live action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Real oh. people. And it's supposed to be futuristic. I and feel it like it's just... And there was a sequel I in 2010. Yeah, in 2010? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you want the last hint? Yeah, what the heck? We are getting a brand new ride based on this movie, and one park in the world already has this attraction. I love how you thought that would help me. <laughs> the ride is going to be one of the big things we're getting for the 50th anniversary. Oh, Tron! Yeah! The original yeah. one. Okay. The original Tron is so boring. It's so weird, too. <laughs> it's literally like, I think for me, it's one of those movies. Like, I, I used to put it on when I was, like, trying to go to bed. There's always noise. I love it. Don't get me wrong. And it's no, like, it's a good movie. And the lights are, like, really dark the whole movie. I used to watch this when I would fall asleep, like, mm-hmm. in my dorm room. I haven't watched this one in, like, it's been a couple years. I've seen it, like, fairly recently. Oh, my but gosh. Just, like, it's was so this movie popular in the 80s? I feel like maybe it, it must have been, right? It must have been, like, cutting edge. Like, this is the coolest movie ever. I think, ever. yeah, when it came out, like, the technologies and everything they used for it was kind of, like, holy shit. Yeah. And then, like, The Matrix came out, and they were, like, just LOL, kidding. Tron's gay. <laughs> Trash as fuck. <laughs> We've got some good ones that we need to do. There's so many. There are so many movies that we have not done. Not it's even wild. Gone. Yeah, it's bananas. There's like a bajillion Disney movies. Something like that. There's at least 101. There's at least 101 Disney movies. <laughs> Maybe even 102. Maybe even 102 movies. Anyway, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, leave a five-star review. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah. Tell a friend about this podcast. Please. And Patreon. If you want to support us extra. Yeah. And we'll pick a movie that you guys pick. Yeah. And dedicated episode to you. We'll say, hey, you. Insert name here. This is your episode. Yeah, it is. This has been another episode of Tragical. Yeah, it has been. Good night. Goodbye. Good day. Or good morning, if you're in the morning or in the afternoon. Buenas noches. These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company. The cover art for Tragical was created by Johnny the Alchemist. The theme song for Tragical was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact info for both artists can be found on their Instagrams. Which are linked in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Tragical. Tragical.